Uh, just rant about Napoli. Let's just um, let's go for it. We're gonna rant. We're gonna match report. We're gonna talk about the games. We're gonna talk about topics. You leave comments, and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're gonna call the Beast of the Match. The who's beast in it for the Napoli team? Let's see. But follow us on Facebook, Rafael Rispo, Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at Rafa Napoli eighty three. That's me. Um, CNC USA twenty six. I want some feedback to the show what do you guys want to see what do you want to see yeah. left of this is going to be a show for you guys too i want a lot of comments we want to rant about something let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something i promise but you we're not going to agree on everything all the time we won't we won't each other every now and then come and rant this is what it's for we want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here well that's going to do it ralph you know were we boring enough for you i don't know i think we were great uh let's get to it And benvenuti, fellas and bellas, to the first edition of the Rafa and Rafa rant of the 2022-23 season. Uh, Rafa Biz is not with me tonight because he is enjoying his time at the motherland, and I don't know a soul that is watching this that would rather be in his shoes. But um, I'm here today with Carmine from the Napoli Club Toronto, president of Napoli Club Toronto. He's going to help me kick things off today. And yep. um, I just want to say welcome to you, Carmine. And uh, you. how's things going, my friend? Things have been, uh, they've been going really well. Been a little bit hectic for the last. No, say, you don't now. say. <laughs> yeah, been a little bit hectic for the last week now. But uh, yeah, things are going amazing. Amazing. Can, uh, can't for anything more. That's great. That's great. And we're going to talk about everything that you've been going through yep. uh, past week or two. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. As, as I said, we're kicking the season off with this episode tonight. Um, and uh, thank you for everybody joining on the chat. I really appreciate all you guys. I see you and I'm going to get to you all very, very shortly. I think what we're going to do is we're going to follow a little run schedule we're going to talk about carmine we're going to talk about napoli the signings that they've made the rumors that are running rampant and things like that and then why don't you guys try to keep if you don't mind because you know it's just me not biz is not here keep the questions or the comments to the topic that we're working on and then you know like i said we'll talk about carmine and then we'll talk about the other things and then I'll uh, I'll get all everybody I'll address everybody but I want to say a quick shout out to Pasquale, Peter, Sereno, Mateo Casal is here, Daniel D is here. I want to say thank you guys for joining. I know it's thank late uh, and thank you so much. I appreciate it. So Carm, yeah. what's going on my friend? So uh you had the opportunity of a lifetime, you know, yeah. to introduce Lorenzo Insigne to Toronto. And this is probably, I mean, not probably, this has to have been your crowning achievement as a content creator, a president of a club, uh, you know, uh, uh, a member of this community that we have at Napoli, you know, social media and all that stuff. As I know, because I've had the same opportunity to interview him a few years back. Yeah, if you felt the way I felt, then then 
like like I just I know how you felt, but I want you to convey to the the viewers and everybody else. And I know we've talked privately in chats and stuff like that. But this yeah. is one of the first times that you've been able to like vocally express your uh uh uh, uh your experience with that. So so yes. so tell us how the ball got rolling. Well, like you said, this is this that was probably the best moment of my life without the top moment of my life without a doubt. Because uh, never in a million years would I think I'd be able to have this opportunity. But in order to get to the context of where I am now, we have to start from about a couple months back. And um, basically what had happened was on Easter Sunday, on the, on Easter Sunday, I was, uh, unfortunately, I had to work that day. So I was on my way to work. And as I'm on my way to work, I received an email from Eric Giacometti, of uh, oh my god, Cheeto cornstock talk. Cheeto okay. cornstock is alive. But anyways, I got an email from Eric Giacometti, who is the social media. I can't remember if he's a manager, but he does social media for MLSE. Specifically, he does social media and content creation for Toronto FC. And now MLSE, excuse me, I'm sorry, just so people who might not know what MLSE yeah. is, because that might confuse some people. Yeah. MLSE is Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, correct? It is. Yeah, Maple okay. Leaf Sports Entertainment. Okay. And that it, it, not Major Toronto. League Soccer. <laughs> no, no, no. That that encompasses uh Toronto Blue Jays, Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto Raptors, right. Toronto right. C. All the major all the Toronto sports teams are incorporated under one uh company, and then they like all the funds go to them and then it gets redistributed. Some it's something like that, but they're a part of that corporation. Um, so when I received this email, it was email. This email uh, sent to me was about um, TFC doing a docu series on Lorenzo Insigne's arrival to Toronto after it's been a couple of months after it's been confirmed that um, he signed in January. So what, what he asked of us was the next day on Easter Monday, we were going to hold a meet for Napoli versus Roma uh, at our, our restaurant there. And what he wanted to do was include us in the docuseries, come over, do interviews, uh, take a few shots of the Napoli Club of Toronto, and just get our perspective on Insignia's arrival. Now, Insignia's arrival is a hotly debated subject, and mm. I've had my arguments both online and in person about this. And from my perspective, you have to, 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 to understand the way we think about it. You have to remove yourself from being kind of a Napoli fan, as well as remove yourself from being in that, in that mindset, essentially. So you have to think of it this way. Yes, we are Napoli fans. We are sad to, we are sad for him to leave. If it was up to me, I'd want him to retire in the Jersey for sure. But the best worst case scenario is the one that happened because now mm -hmm. he comes to my hometown. He plays in my backyard. The luxury that other people in Naples got to see him play every week. We didn't have that. Now we have this luxury and now is our opportunity as fans of the club to express our appreciation to Insignia for, for coming to Toronto and express our appreciation for his time he spent in Naples. This is the way you have to, to think about it. And I've had the arguments that, you know, us being there, it's not a real representation of Naples, but we're representing both things. We're representing mm -hmm. Naples and we're representing Toronto. That is Napoli Club Toronto. It's in the name. It's both right. right. So 
Um, anyways, after that happens, uh, we do the interviews. Uh, docu-series, by the way, for those in Canada, it's on TSN July 7th at 7.30 p.m. It's going to be aired there. It's going to have our interviews, all that sort of stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be on TV and then on YouTube the day after. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah. They do the interviews. They do the, the, the photo shoot. We thank them for their time. It's great. It's great exposure for the club. And, and honestly, I thought that was the extent of it. I thought, amazing. We got our interviews done. We're going to be put on TV. We, uh, we, we, we got our name out there. We represented the club and city. Well, let's see what happens. Q last month in June, I get another email from Eric. And this email was about Insignia's arrival and the email said that it's a it's a it was a private event at the beginning it was a private event and napoli club toronto was invited to this event to welcome insignia into the city so we're ecstatic at this point i'm i'm messaging sereno i'm like we we should bring some of the guys with us we should you know make a showing for when he arrives all that sort of stuff and i thought (laughs) this is this is another step i thought that was the extent of that that we were able to even just be in the same room as these guys and welcome Insignia. And then finally, the last the last thing that happened was it turned to a public event where it happened uh, outside of a restaurant in Little Italy called Cafe Diplomatico. They blocked, off, they blocked off a part of the street. They had a whole stage there set up. You saw the videos, right? I saw the videos. Uh, pretty much everybody saw the videos. Yeah. But in, in, I'm liking the description, though, in case in case anybody has. Yeah, so there's a whole stage there. There was uh, a DJ playing, performers. They had uh, gift uh, prizes, all that sort of stuff. So we get to the event. Uh, first of all, we we do a we do a tifo. So basically, what we did is all the people that came from Napoli Club Toronto, we started a block and a half away, mm-hmm. and from a block and a half away, all the way up to when we arrived, we had our banner out, tifo, doing the chants, all that sort of things, just making a presence, right? Yeah, keeping that energy up. Then we get there. Uh, we we get to, to the event. We're just hanging around. We're doing interviews with uh, a lot of the the uh, the media personnel that are there, uh, like CTV, City TV, um, TSN. I think was a couple of them, Sportsnet, whatever. Just big, just interviews uh, of us talking about Insignia's arrival again. And finally, we uh, were asked to go on stage. Sereno, me, Sereno. Uh, and the other guys who run the club with us, uh, Gianluca Sagese, Danny uh, Del Grasso, and Stefano Chaffee. Mm-hmm. These are the five guys that run the club. Um, that's right, one soccer, two by Frank. And we were asked to go on stage to do a couple of chants from Napoli and you know get the people going for when Insignia's arri- when Insignia arrives, he would hear these chants and feel like he's a bit he's at home again. Right. That was that was the idea. So when we go up there, we do our thing. I'm losing my voice as yes. per the videos that you can yes. see. And uh, we get off the stage. So we were only supposed to go on stage one time. Mm. As soon as we get off the stage, we got approached by uh, two people. One of them is, her name is Maria. She's the other person that does um, uh, social media for TFC. And the other one was, was another TV, TV personality that's, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He was on Much TV and MTV. He was there co-hosting the event. 
And they, as soon as we stepped off stage, he said, guys, you got to go up there again because you, the energy that you brought up there was unmatched. You, when Insignia comes, when he's arriving into the, onto the stage, you have to be up there again. You have to welcome him. You got to be there again. So I said, okay, perfect. Just let me know when it happens. Call me up again. And I, I'm Rick Campanella. That's who it is. Thanks, Vin. Uh, call me up again and we're ready to do it. So now I'm now it's becoming a reality to me that at first I didn't think I was gonna get anywhere near in scenic because of the amount of security and and um and police that were there for the escort. And I'm thinking to myself, what are the odds? Like what what who's really gonna allow us to get that close to him? So I'm just mentally preparing myself to to go on stage for a final time. In, in one of the videos for One Soccer, you can actually see me during the during the interview. They do like cut shots. I have my hands on Sereno's shoulders, and I I told him I'm like, dude, I'm gonna throw up. Like, <laughs> I I, I'm really nervous right now. I can't mm-hmm. do. This. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we go on stage up one more time. We do the chance again. We get the crowd fire up, and that's when I introduced. I did the Lorenzo Insignia chance to get everyone. Right. The Belli- the the famous Bellini chat, yeah, yeah, chance, right? Oh yeah, they get everyone hyped up. In the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, I'm gonna get off the stage. I know he's arriving within a couple minutes, so he's probably gonna come through the back way. I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna go back to my group. He's gonna come on after us. Mm-hmm. So I do my thing. I'm all hyped up. I turn around on stage with me is Sereno and Gianluca, uh, with me, and I turn to them. And I say, hey, good job, guys. Good job. Start tapping him up. You know, we did well. And as soon as I look to my left to go down the stairs, Insignia is standing at the bottom of the stairs. He's, he's looking at me and he's laughing, nodding his head, and he's talking to me. But in that moment, when I saw him at the bottom of the stairs, I was deer in headlights. Like everything just froze around me. Right. And I, I didn't know what to do because this entire time, me thinking that nobody was going to be there. He stood there the entire time watching me do this presentation for him. And I think there's a moment in the video, the videos that I've seen, the various videos that I've seen that he's watching like there, the video is is, the camera is showing him watching you do the chanting. Yes. And he's just like eating it up and and like, wow, this is nuts. Like, yeah. And like, we have to understand. No, that's okay. We have to understand that. Like, Obviously, Napoli, Naples, everybody out there, they know that there's a presence in North America. They know that there's a fan club. You know what I mean? The club knows about Far From Vesuvius. The club knows about Napoli Club Toronto. The club knows about the, the passion that North American fans have for Napoli. But for someone to actually go and see, you know, I and I'll never forget when we were in Miami. Um, and, and we had the section behind the Napoli bench and we were yep. chanting all the chants. And when Callejon, well, it was actually an own goal, but when, yeah. when we thought at the time Callejon scored, I get up and do the Bellini for Callejon yeah. where there's me, I don't know if you might've seen the video on, on social it, yeah. media where me and Phil, cause Phil's a, a Callejon hater. So Phil, I'm looking at Phil saying Callejon and he's forced yeah. to ch- chant it. And then of course it's an own goal. It didn't even matter, but. 
but you can see you can some of the guys on the bench, the players, you know, the staff, we're we're looking back and just like amazement. Like mm-hmm. I could I could see their faces going, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. So for Insignia to see that in North America, you know, n- n- let's not forget, you know, I don't I'm sure he was, you know, a privy to what, what the atmosphere would be like, but but mm-hmm. it's not until you get there and see. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be probably equivalent to an American going to Europe and meeting someone who's like uh, f- nuts about baseball and can tell you everything mm-hmm. about the Yankees or the Mets. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something like that. Exactly. So and- for you to see him watch that and like must have been not just the first time you eat meat face to face, but yeah, but right after that's done and he's like appreciating what you just yeah. did to, to get him on the stage is nuts. Yeah. It has to and- be. And and in one of the videos and one soccer, if you go search up one soccer on Twitter right now, there's an end of the video when you hear me do the the Lorenzo, the end chant. Right. He turns to his social media manager laughing and he goes, It gotta go quit a speaker. And, yeah. and he's, like, <laughs> he's really charged up. He's really yeah. into it. And he's like laughing and nodding. And then at the end of it, you can see he turns back. That's when I'm walking down the stage. Obviously, my knees are weak. I'm trying to hold on to the railings as I'm walking down. And he looks at me. He starts laughing. He's, he's talking to me. But I couldn't hear what he said because, like, everything just got blocked out in that moment. I didn't know what was going what was going on. So I get to the bottom. Ekarigolo speaker. Yeah, exactly. He said, like, I, I, I remember it vividly. And I'm going to get to that soon, Vince. Uh, we were the energy. So as I'm walking down the stairs... I did I'm 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 trying to go through my head and think, okay, what am I gonna say to him? I don't I've I've spent the last eleven years of my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. idolizing this man. Every Sunday, no matter six AM or three PM, sure. I was in front of a TV watching this guy play. Champions League, I was watching him play. Italy national team, I was watching him play. How am I gonna sum this up these eleven years? into a minute or two. How am I mm-hmm. ever going to find the words to say to this right. guy? Right. So I get to the bottom of the stairs. I shake his hand. He says, he says to me, thank you. He says, thank you for that. And I said, hey, we speak Italian. I was speaking Italian to him uh, mm-hmm. in dialect. Actually, I was speaking Neapolitan. And he says, thank you for that. I said, no, thank you, Capitano. Welcome to the city. Thank you for everything that you've done for, for Napoli and Italy. That was it. That's all I said to him. He went on stage. He did his thing. Mm-hmm. He, he came off. But another thing that happened when he was on stage was as soon as he got up on the stage when everyone was cheering him on, we had our banner, our Napoli Club Toronto banner, and like 30 of us out there. And we we make the most noise. From, from uh-huh. the start that we got there until he got on the stage, the energy was us. We were the loudest ones. And there was only 30 of us. There was 500 people there. 30 people were louder than the other 500. Was and there really 500 people there? I, I didn't see like people it. walking really? by and people in the crowd and people inside the restaurant. It could have been like somewhere to 400 or something like that. There was uh, a lot. It didn't seem be- like it. Before you go on, I want to say I want to touch on something that Vinny here says is that, yeah. that I think they I think that the people in Italy, I think when he says they, he means the people in Italy, the players, the yeah. staff, whatever. They realize that there are Italian fans, but not so much Napoli ones. And then yeah. To what you just said now, five hundred exactly. people there to go greet Insigne. Now, whether they're TFC fans yeah. that are just excited about a new player, Italian fans that are excited about Insigne coming, yeah, you know, 
that had to have been the majority because the very few Napoli fans making all the noise, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if just Italian fans, um, whether they be fans of Roma, Juve, Inter, Milan, you know, yeah. uh, Fiorentina, whoever, um, and TFC fans understand the reason, like the reason for our passion, understand yeah. the reason for our excitement for Insignia to be here. You yes. said it earlier. You, you know, you 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 compare, um, you compare the, the I'm not compare, but you 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 look at what the people say about how we shouldn't be a happy that Insignia left Napoli because he went to a Toronto, but it has nothing to do with being a TFC fan or a Toronto yeah. fan or na- it has everything to do with being a, a native of Toronto, yes. being able to go see Lorenzo Insignia uh, a minute's walk or a minute's drive or maybe yeah. even see him grocery shopping. Yeah, or maybe even see him shoe shopping in a mall, or maybe just catching him on a on like a car ride, or like you know being able to you know for me being able and I'm three hours closest to any stadium around here, but I have I am three hours from New England, I am three hours from Yankee Stadium, maybe three and a half from Red Bull Arena. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, um, I can take a few extra hours and and vacation in Philadelphia, which the kids love, and go see him in Philadelphia. I can take a domestic flight down to visit my family in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Deerfield Beach, uh, Boca Raton, and go see him play against Inter Miami. I can see them against DC. Like, you know what I mean? This is something that these these fans from Napoli or Napoli like you know and you know listen nobody's happy that he left but but we have that advantage you know like yeah. like like I could take I could take my club you know the, the our our club uh tri-state Napoli yeah. and pretty much go anywhere in the tri-state area to go see him play now yeah. and and that's what the excitement is about not that he left Napoli for exactly. Toronto but that he's he's here we can watch him pretty much dominate this league because Toronto exactly. needs it as a matter of fact. Yeah. So that's where, you know, it, it, the excitement comes in, you know, yep. and, and, and I'm saying like Napoli, Napoli represented at this Toronto event and yep. without them, it w- he would have been without you guys doing your thing, which you would have, if they didn't call you, let's be honest, even if they didn't call you, we would have been you know, there. you'd be there probably yep. with a loudspeaker doing this and he'd notice yep. you, you know what I'm saying? But, yep. The fact that you got all a lot of attention, I think, is bringing a lot of like negatives to from from these people, and it's it's not it's not cool because without yeah. you guys there, that would have been a snooze fest, and he probably would have been turned off by it. it. And honestly, it was, and that's why I'm saying like we were for the most part the energy our thirty, and that's not to say there weren't other Neapolitans there that weren't a part of our club. Because they right. they actually ended up joining with us after sure <laughs> after the fact because they noticed that oh my god there's an Napoli club here let me go join these guys so yeah it's if we weren't there I don't think the energy would have been as as much as it was but because we were there we were able to give him that that homely feeling the feeling that he's familiar with that he's experienced for his entire life basically uh, since he was a kid too we were there to give him that final hurrah that final farewell that he would experience again before mm-hmm. playing in toronto which is a different obviously different culture different soccer culture and just right. by saying that too right going back to the point that 
and no, Gaetano Neapolitan Neapolitans are mad, and I'll I'll get actually I'll touch on this now because I've had right, arguments. So Gaetano says I don't think Neapol Napolitani are mad. To me, it seemed most of the hate was coming from TFC fans or fans of other Serie A clubs. Yeah, and it was, but TFC fans weren't mad at us. They are mainly more upset with Toronto FC themselves because uh, of their lack of involvement in the yes um, okay. in the arrival. It wasn't directed towards us. In fact, they actually appreciated us being there as well. It's more towards the, the Neapolitans in, in Italy and in Naples that are mad at the fact that we even presented ourselves as Napoli fans when he when their their mentality is, why are you even there? He abandoned the club. It's, it's, it's very, I don't know, it's very one way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Going back onto the Insignia contract, it's not just one person who decides that. No, it's a two, no. two-sided thing. Insigne didn't get the money he wanted. ADL didn't want to pay him that money. There's two sides to the story. There's nobody to blame. There's, There's nobody no to, blame to blame that. There's no one to blame. So, that, like I said, the best worst-case scenario is that he showed up in Toronto. Now, he comes to our hometown. A lot of our guys, biggest Napoli fan I've ever met in my life, all right? Runs an amazing podcast, Joseph Fischetti. Yeah. Amazing content creator, biggest Napoli fan. He's never once been to Italy. This was his one opportunity to show Insignia his appreciation. Mm-hmm. And what, we can't just be there? We can't show up because we're supposed to be mad at him? No, it doesn't make sense. We don't have that. We didn't have that luxury that you had, that every week you can see him in the middle of the street. Sure. Every week you can be at the stadium to watch him play. Now it's our turn. That's- well, and not for nothing, Carmine, but... You know, uh, last time I was in in Napoli was in 2005. I I watched, yeah. uh, you know, freaking Emmanuel Calayo, Roberto Sosa, and and uh, we had Abate that one season, and yeah. and freaking uh, Nic- Nicola Pozzi, Pozzi, I think he was. You know, th- players like that. You know, Gennaro Scarlato. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I'm I, I, it's been it's been that long. You know, before my mm. A couple of months before my firstborn son was born. Yeah. That I've been to Napoli and been able to watch Napoli play in Naples. Now I've seen, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have seen Insigne play against, you know, Barcelona here twice yeah. and have had the interview. And without that, I would have had nothing, no experience seeing any of these guys at all. You know, I never mm-hmm. got to see Marekansik. I never yeah. got to see you know, Cavani in a Napoli yeah. shirt. I never got to see Lavezzi and you know what I mean? And, and for those guys to come here, you know, and mm-hmm. be able to apply their trade here and watch them play, you know, yes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see freaking Chiellini with LAFC and, and mm-hmm. also Crescito with, with, yep. not, with Toronto. Toronto, you know, I was, I was thrilled to see Donadel when he was with Montreal, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's just a, it's it's a it's a it's a realization that the clubs couldn't come together. What are you supposed to do about it? Cry and 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 complain, or yeah. embrace the fact that this man's coming to our town, yes, our side of the world. You know, a, a five-hour drive for me, uh, and probably a passport renewal. But <laughs> either way, you know, what I'm saying to to come yeah. visit you guys, and 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 that's another thing. That's another yeah. thing. You go, you travel to, you know, Philly, uh, uh, DC, uh, Florida, Toronto, you know, Montreal, even, you know, and Montreal's closer for me. Like, mm-hmm. like you get to meet various different Napoli fans 
coming to see Insignia, doing, doing, you know, going to those games too. And Mm -hmm. it's something that we need to really appreciate because we're not getting an Insignia, you know, you know, all due respect to Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic went to Galaxy and everyone thought that that was it. His career is over. Of course, he came back to Milan and turned it on still at the age of 40, whatever. But Mm -hmm. he went at the twilight of his career. Insignia is not at the twilight of his career as much as people might want to think that. No, he's a, he's he's only 31 going well, I think going into 32, but he's not that old, man. He can still go. He can. And only a muscle, a muscle strain kept him off the Italian national team for the last string of games. Yep. So, you know, listen, we I feel like we are blessed to have him here. And yes. and let's embrace, you know. Let's. I'm wearing my NYC yep. Champions hat. You know what I mean. I can't wait. They've they've already played them in uh, both times. That he's not going to play, you yep. know, in the city this year. But next year, you bet your ass, I'm going to be there, and yep. and yep. and we're going to be cheering for Insignia, man. It's yep. just it's it's going to be great. It is. And and another thing, Rafa, is just like, let's go back to the to the North American community, the the North American Neapolitan community. This is a perfect opportunity to to bring in a new uh, a whole community together as one mm-hmm. with this one player coming in from from Italy. Like we like as we said, our goal here at the club and I'm sure the Tri-State Club and I'm sure every other club in North America, Montreal, us whatever it may be, our goal is to unite a Neapolitan community in North America. This is the goal and what a perfect opportunity to have this with a player that we all watch for the past 11 years that we can all come together. Toronto can come to New York, join the New Yorkers, go watch a game. We can go to Montreal. Actually, we're already working on that, going to Montreal to or Montreal coming here to watch a game at, together as a group and start forming these these connections to, to unify the North American Neapolitan community. It's just, at the end of the day, that's that's our goal, is to, is to support Napoli in North America and show the presence and love that we have here back home in italy and that's this is just uh just a start to be honest with you and and there's and the 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 world is our oyster the the limitations are endless with what we can go on from here but that is the goal and it's a perfect opportunity to to execute that goal well carmine that's been the goal for for everyone here since day one everyone that's doing it you know you got dom from napoli talk yeah you guys you got you know, you mentioned Joe Fischetti. You got us at Far From Vesuvius. Yep. You got the rant. You got this. Is all we've wanted to do is try to grow. You know, yep. you've got you've got the guys that do the league wide stuff like IFTV and um, you know, Cultural Connection and um, you know, uh, 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 our buddies uh, Frank and Rich. You know, um, City I sit down. They they're trying to grow the league as a whole in this country or this continent. And here we are trying to grow our one little brand here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're very like Raf says all the time. We're a niche unit. We're a niche club, and um, um, it's time to expand it. You know, it really yeah. is. Like, and you know, maybe that's a good segue um, into talking about like some of the new the new sponsors. You know, you got Coca Cola that signed on with with Napoli, and and um, uh, Amazon retains, and Konami's full effect goes into in this this season, and. And, you know, we kept the shirt sponsors the way they were, and that's fine. They're paying us a decent amount. But, you know, Armani, and, and, you know, it's, it's big. It's it's a big brand. And I, that's, I yep. don't see why people try to still call us a small club when we constantly finish, 
European places and have these big, big name sponsors uh, behind our yeah. back. You know, we're a growing club and we need to grow it. And this is how this is just another avenue on how to do it. Bringing in senior yeah. here because he still represents that Napoli, you know, that not the Napolitan, Napolitanita, right? He still yeah. represents that Scunizzo mentality. And, and, you know, hopefully he can kind of retain that here in Toronto. And um, I'm looking forward to it, man. So Saturday is the first game. Um, uh, it's is it in Toronto? Is it home? Okay, it's a home, home game. Yeah, um, in Toronto. Yeah. What are you? How are you feeling about about that? Are you? I'm sh- obviously you're gonna be there. I'm not even gonna ask. No, I'm not. Twice. Oh, you're not. Ooh, all right. Breaking news. Oh, you have a wedding. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta get married I, now. I honestly considered leaving the wedding. Oh. I so, considered. Well, it depends. Who's getting married? <laughs> It's my sister's boyfriend's brother. Come on. He has to understand. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Congrats. I'll see you later. It's t- <laughs> I know. I I, I want to go. And funny enough, my sister won tickets to that game. Free tickets to that game. Uh, so, so the tickets are still in her hands. And I, I'm looking at them like, I really, I really, really want to go. I mean, it's just the venue. It's just it's a dinner. I can skip a dinner, right? Sure. Like, I don't see. I, I can. Well, I can listen, listen. The what? So we need to know who you're losing to first of all, because TFC apparently is trash. Uh they are not doing well. But he, but oh. Insigne and Crisito joining the squad, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, fine. We could probably we could probably see instant uh, instant turnaround there. What do you think? So who are they playing this weekend? Uh, good question. I can't remember. Let me just oh, it. that's okay. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be there anymore. Pasquale yeah. says you need to go to that. Oh, wedding. San Jose. San Jose. Okay. San Jose. Yeah. I uh, got honestly, says F the wedding. I'm thinking about it. I really, I really want to. I'm going to try to convince my You parents. can just go to the mass. Frank says. I, I, I am. I am. It's going not to close enough family. Too. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Vinny says he'll see you at the game. So listen, <laughs> Vincenzo's going. Who else is going? Who else? Oh, is a lot of our guys Frank are. is going to uh, go. Most of them. So yeah. listen to me, Carmine. Everyone's going to be there except for you. Fake illness. Let me tell you about a fa- Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is going to suck because one of my cousins this morning messaged me saying happy fourth. Uh, you're spending your fourth and then out of nowhere just said hey just so you know uh you and danny my cousin my cousin dan you and danny are my favorite cousins on my on you know my dad's side our father's side mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's really sweet of you man thank you he's a little younger than us right but um we <laughs> we skipped his first communion in 1992 to stay home and watch wrestlemania 8 and we both faked that we were really sick and we 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 really lobbied to stay home and we did that for our first cousin carm at a young 20 what are you 22 23 23. at a young 23 years old you have the you have your own authority to make up an illness and miss this person's wedding not close yeah. enough there's yeah. no excuse see we had to lobby for it we had to like we had to like mom come on we want to stay home and you are like oh, there's there's a caveat to this though what's that is that literally the next morning we're leaving for vacation so if i'm sick one night and then oh suddenly better uh, go to turks and caicos the next day like it's kind of is that where you're going turks and caicos yeah turks 
Who's yeah. go- is he going? Is the 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 groom the groom no, is going? No, 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 our just uh my family and my cousins. All right. So what the f does he have to know? You listen, listen. Here's the thing. Listen, gonna be you're too busy. <laughs> you're too busy packing. You're you're getting a head start at the listen, or just tell him. Listen, I got to go to this game. I don't know. Just just somehow you got to be there. The, the good news is is not his last game. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's it's only the there's but only one the, first. There's game. only one first game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh well. I'll listen, figure something out. it's okay. It's okay. Um, you'll you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Whether you go or not, listen. You you you've you've already you've already done. You know what? Very little people in this world have mm-hmm. been able to do and asked to do and called yeah. to do. And 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 sought out to do, you know. Um, and we're in an elite club, my friend. Uh, I like to, uh, and I'm happy. And you know what? I'm really happy it's you. Thank and I'm really like I've said this before, and I'm in my tweets. Um, meeting you guys in Michigan after all that stuff happened to yeah. spark what you've done is an honor for me. You know what I mean? Like when I see you up there, you know, um, when I look past a little bit of the jealousy that he's not in New York. Um, <laughs> I, I, when I have to, I have to just kind of like open that gate and go through the, the jealousy gate. Yeah. Um, I'm so proud to see what you've done. You and, and Sereno and Danny and Steph and, and, you know, the crew and it's, it's, it's pretty cool to represent, man. It is, it is. And it only gives us, you know, a chance to try to top what you've done when he comes down to New York at some point. And and it and it's gonna create just a great atmosphere of of Napoli fans all 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 across the East Coast here. So yeah. so great job. Um, Thank you. Great job, man. Sure. Now listen. Now Napoli uh, is without Lorenzo Insigne, um, so we have to now kind of talk about things at the home base here, right? We go from Tori to Toronto. <laughs> we go from Napoli. <laughs> we go from Insigne <laughs> to Toronto <laughs> to uh, to. Uh, Krava and Oliveira to Napoli. Now, yes, um, Kravachkelia, right? Kravachkelia. I think yeah, that's Kravachkelia. how we're pronouncing it. Yeah. Now, ADL called him ZZ. I think we we've adopted that name here on the show. I, I don't know what how how to get ZZ. I don't know. He called him that, and and Raf and I are just like let's we're just gonna call him ZZ. But Krava is cool too. I'm okay with Krava. Yeah. Um, Oliveira is another signing, finally a left back that everyone's been clamoring yeah. about, even though the left back we have is fine by me, but it's depth, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the re-signing of uh, uh Gisa, um <sighs> the impending release of Mertens, which is really just getting to me at this point. And and um, yeah. not in a way that everyone thinks. Like you know, in my opinion, I, even though legally, technically, he's not part of the club anymore. Until he signed with somebody else, he's a Napoli player for me, in my opinion. Um, yep. And um, the you know the 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 big possibility. I don't think there was an official announcement yet, and I could be wrong. You can try to maybe like like you know correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, losing out on Ospina as well. Um, what would you put Napoli's uh, market at this point? You know, and we're talking about the rumors in a minute, but we're, let's talk about what the what the pitch looks like today. 
you know um what where are you where do you see us uh next season to start out where are you comfortable with these signings are you okay with it are you are you looking to see like um uh, Lozano get the start on the left other than Krava and maybe see Krava like kind of join in later or like mesh in uh does Oliveira get a start over Rui you know what what where do you where do you see us where do you where, grade us right now and like kind of give us your opinion if I had to give a grade, um, and it's a let's not for, it's not a it's not an overall grade because li- I know literally the market just opened. Yeah, it just opened. It's it's just opened. It's really tough to say. I can't grade something on something that just started. Right? It How are your feelings change. towards it? Then your feelings towards it. My feelings started off fantastic. I was ecstatic for everything that was happening. Vadaskelia looks like he's going to be an amazing footballer. Just what he did with, um, uh, oh my God, what's the team name? Dinamo, Dinamo. Uh, you know, uh, someone in the chat can help us out because I don't remember yeah, either, and I, I can look it up right now. But it's a, it's a Georgian team. Yes, um, yeah. But he also was owned by Ruben Kazan. Am I correct? Yes, yeah, yes, okay. yeah. He played in the Russian league as well, and I saw him play in um in the Nations League with Georgia. Oh, what and, a, what an amazing uh, Oh my god. He every time he was on the ball something was happening. He's just to me he looks like to he's going to be a fantastic. He, he is truly um a, a diamond in the rough that that they found. And I can't wait to see what he does in the Serie A. I think he's going to be amazing. And it's same Dinamo with, Batumi. Dinamo Batumi. Dinamo Batumi, that's right. Um and same with Oliveira. Oliveira, though I agree with you, Mario Rui was fantastic this year as left back. No complaints on that left side. Having another depth signing, such as Oliveira, where you can just split the games between the two, is crucial if we want to go the distance in the Champions League and in the Campeonato. You mm-hmm. need those. You need two good um, replacements for each other at all times. Now, having said that. We bring these and Angisa. Obviously, we know Angisa is a, a fantastic midfielder as well. Did amazing with his first season here on loan. Having said deal, that, by the way, brilliant deal, brilliant master deal. Master of a deal. Like we knew, it's funny because last season we're like, oh, this guy's, you know, we're going to sign him. He's only yeah. going to cost this much. But once the deal was actually done, I think is when we all really realized that wow, this yeah. was a steal and a half, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. he's worth. At least another fifteen million. Yes, absolutely, before. absolutely. At least like minimum, and plus we had him on a hundred k loan. That's like it's it's amazing that deal that they got up. But having said that, now we got we brought in two great players, three great players for depth, and and they can even be starters themselves. But we are losing key players. We are losing arguably the most important players on our team. There's three players that I've always said all season. I've said it on here. I've said it on in the club. There's three players that are non-negotiables. Koulibaly, Ospina, Mertens. Those are the three that you cannot leave, that you cannot let them leave. First of all, Koulibaly, future captain, still one of the best center backs in the world. He's a presence on and off the field. He's a presence in the locker room. You need him on your team. The, The games that we didn't have Koulibaly were the games we suffered the most. Ospina. Now, Ospina has been arguably one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. Actually, last year he was second best goalkeeper in Europe in terms of shot stopping after Mendy. 
So already one of the best out there. Secondly, Ospina, uh, I mean Meret, even though we saw what Meret can do with Ancelotti in 2019 or 2018, the first season with Ancelotti, I can't remember the dates right now. Meret was a fantastic keeper, a fantastic shot stopper. Right. Had some trouble with his feet, but it didn't matter because Ancelotti never played back to the keeper. It was always moving forward. Um, and then after a few injuries and and uh, not seeing the field consistently, Medit's level has dropped to a point where I it's going to be tough for him to get back. Mm-hmm. So starting off a season with a goalkeeper who has lost his confidence is going to be tough for him to get back on the ball. And it's going to be a rough, maybe even first half of the season, if it stays like this. Ospina had that confidence, and he's still, what is he, 34 now? 33? Ospina is, yeah, Ospina's up there. I mean, uh, 33. 33. I mean, he'll be 34 this year. He's still got he's still got two three seasons left in him. I mean, keepers keepers don't die, dude. Like keepers don't don't. no, they get better with age, and that's a fact. Um, thirty four is not old for a keeper. It's not. No, exactly. And he still has, he still has a lot of life left in him. And I would, he's my preferred starter. Mm -hmm. He's he. There's games where we would have lost or tied if if he wasn't in net with Mm -hmm. some of the saves that he pulls off. With Medit, it's just that he, being 25 or 26, whatever he is now, he still has time to grow. The keepers, that's the thing with keepers. They still have time to grow. Even though he's 25, mm-hmm. you think a player in that position, usually a player at 25 years old, should start being well-rounded. Keepers can still have that buffer room where they can still grow. It's just the confidence factor that is going gonna, is gonna to kill him and the back line because he doesn't seem confident in vocalizing with his with his back line. He doesn't seem confident going for 50-50 balls. He's very timid about, you know, his positioning sometimes, whether he should step up, attack the player, whether he should stay back on his line. He he's very indecisive. And that's what costs you sometimes. And it's gonna be a while for him to get that back or even learn it. I see a lot of Buffon early stages Buffon in Medet. I'm not sure if you can see the uh well I mean listen you're still young you're a lot younger than I am. Mm. Um it, it, when Buffon was exactly Medet's age I I had a lot of questions like in the O2 World Cup I had a yeah. lot of questions about Buffon I did. Um it wasn't until 3 or 4 or 5 that I kind of saw him growing a little more and then Buffon was only 28 years old yep. when they won the when they won the World Cup, but he was 28. You know, these keepers, yeah. you know, these young keepers have time to grow. It was it wasn't until for me the World Cup, and then I mean, you saw signs of it. You know, in the 03 Champions League, Juve Real Madrid, and then the final against Milan. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know he 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 showed uh, he showed a little bit of it, but then it was really kind of starting to grow, and then that World Cup in 06, which today july 4th uh is the 16 year anniversary of the semifinal the great semifinal mm-hmm. um couple of saves in that game i mean that he made and then even in the even in the final against france just amazing saves forget about it yeah. um 
Medet still does have that opportunity. And you know what? Maybe him getting the start for Napoli in the uh, no, you know, listen, assuming he can stay healthy because that's a big issue. Um, maybe him getting these quality starts in Serie A and in the Champions League will help out because that's I think what a keeper any player player needs to yeah. grow is to play continuously and play more and then get the rest when he needs the rest. But, you know, I'm not saying that I'm agreeing with Ospina leaving. I think it's a terrible mistake if you ask yes. me. Yes. But but if it were to happen, hopefully we're going to put our eggs in meta, the meta basket if we're going to do that, that he can have the experience that he needs to grow into a better keeper for, you know, the next couple of years to, to, to move on from. But even then, Carm, I mean, you mentioned, you know, uh, Bali and you mentioned Ospina. I'm sure we're going to talk about Mertens now. None of these guys have officially left yet. So there's not, I mean, aside from, Mer- like I said, Mertens is officially off the books right now and is in limbo. But none of them have either left or signed a contract with anyone else yet. So once that happens, maybe we should revisit. But at the same time, at the same time, it is worrying because that's like you think about it, right, Carm? Uh, 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 Bali should be the next captain. If not, it's definitely Mertens. Mm-hmm. I think Mer- Mer- if Mertens was playing, if Mertens was playing more, like if he was a lot younger, I think he'd become the captain over Kulibali. But there was Kulibali, yep. and then who else? I mean, you could, you could argue Di Lorenzo, but Ospina for me, yeah, <laughs> Ospina. <laughs> so you got three potential captains possibly leaving this club this year, and it's it's yep. a, it's not a good thing. It's not a good terrible. Thing. Terrible. It's a terrible mistake. You can't let them go. Like I said, three non-negotiables. You pay you pay those players what they want because they have to stay there. Those are the three my maybe thing. Not what they, maybe not what they want, but not what they want, but Carm, Carm, they want to they want to negotiate their contracts. Like, I mean, I don't know if Kuli Bali is really that interested in renegotiating, but 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 I'm pretty sure he is negotiating. That's why they haven't signed a deal yet. Yeah. But also, also, we're not, we're not, we're not going to sell him. That's for sure. So if anything, he'll stay this year. He's, he's, I think he's a lock for this year, regardless. Um, whether we sign him in this window for an extension or not, he stays. I don't think we sell him. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mertens and I mean, they want to negotiate their deals. Yep. Yep. They do. And they're they're open to it. Very, specifically Mertens. I can understand Lospina. Maybe doesn't want to negotiate as much as Mertens, but Mertens, he he will take a pay cut, no matter up to a certain extent, he'll take a pay cut. But he's going to take a pay cut because his son is born there. He he loves the city. He loves Napoli. He loves being a part of the team and and living in that city. So he is willing to 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 negotiate with ADL and and try to find a middle ground. It just seems that. It's not going the other way. It doesn't seem like ADL is actually reaching out or Juntoli is reaching out to yeah. Yeah. to uh, make this deal happen because I know we talked about this last season too, and it's continuing on that ADL is trying to cut down wages. Yes. To he's trying to cut down his wages. So I know it's from 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 a business sense. It's kind of difficult to look at that he may revisit the negotiation table, but he has to. 
I mm-hmm. to personally to me that he has to. I get he wants to set a precedent. I get he wants to cut down the wages, but there's three players. Like I said, I'm gonna say it again. There's again with Cheeto Corn's talk. There's three, I'll get him in the camera soon. There's three things. There's three players that you need to keep on board, and all these three are on the brink of leaving, and that two of them are already out of a contract. So I don't know. He's got to do something. He's, if we can if we can end up keeping these players, fantastic market. That's all. I don't care about any more signings. I don't care about Ronaldo. Right. Keep these three players. Right. That's all I care about. Right. Right. But so we 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 should look at though if they do leave. Right. If they do go, you know, the rumors. Okay. There's there's the rumors, and and the rumors are, um. You know, I'm not even gonna start with CR7, but the the room the there the, because that's a whole other co- conversation. But the rumor, the yeah. rumors, Dybala, Neymar, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, but then I'll get to more. Um, you know that's not listed on this graphic here. Uh, Kaylor Navas. Kaylor Navas is a rumor. He's a little bit older than Ospina. Probably he's gonna be 36 in December, so he's 35 yeah. when the season starts. But he's proven. You know, um, Kaylor, uh, listen, I, I believe PSG sells him because they have Donnarumma mm-hmm. um, linked to Napoli, possible, maybe mm-hmm. replacement. Now, also, Sidigu coming in to back up Medet. You know, you got two two Italian national team, you know, technically European champions, yeah. uh, goalkeepers, you know. Um, uh, um, the other rumors were Bernadeschi. I don't know if that that rumor has died down mm-hmm. quite a bit. I think uh, Bernard is going to Toronto. Yeah, but but bunch of really. Wow. Yes, that's another one. Look at that. Yeah. But I mean, these are rumors. You know, the latest rumors. Uh, who's that? Ostegard, right? The, the yes. center, the other center back that we were linked with. Um, there's there's who else? Uh, I Delofeo. saw us. I saw Delofeo is would be would be massive. Paul was another Paul, one. Paul was another one. Wallace was another one. Yep. And then there was one that was really really recent, and it was oh uh, man, it was another player from City. I just uh, uh um, n- no, it was um, Bologna, Svanberg, 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 Svanberg. Listen, I mean, and then let's listen. We're, we're not even talking about the fact that he might sell Fabian for God knows how yep. much money. You know what I mean? Like, like, what would have to happen for you to get over? I mean, losing Mertens would be a disaster. He's the heart and soul of the club. Losing Koulibaly would be a disaster. Ospina, yes, terrible, but replaceable. He is yep. replaceable. Um, what would have to happen? Would it have to be one of these Dybala, um, Delofeo, um, you know, would it have to be that? Would it have to be an Ostegard? Would it have to be a, a, a bigger center back coming into possible Bremer? I don't know. He's going to go to Inter, but still, yeah. you know, like what would have to happen, Carmen, for us to be like, okay, the time has come on that, you know, era of the team. So now let's move on. Yeah, I I know the nostalgia factor is going to answer this and say they're irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. Because you said it yourself, Mertens is the heart and soul of the team. Mm -hmm. So just Mertens, 
is to me kind of irreplaceable, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at the fact that if we were to bring in like um I can't even say Dybala because Dybala gets injured a lot. Dybala gets injured a lot, but but, but in my opinion, I'm gonna jump in. In my opinion, Dybala would be enough for me because because a, a fully healthy Dybala is MVP of Serie A. And yeah. and his Argentinian roots and his ability to make the rest of the team better. I think would push Napoli to another level. I think Dybala would be the right answer. I'm not Neymar is here just because I wanted yeah. to entertain. Someone said Neymar. Yeah. Someone said all three, which is crazy. But but we'll get we'll get to it. I mean, for for me for me it would be Dybala, and it would probably be like you know, Delofeo. I, I, I think Delofeo. Delofeo. Delofeo was probably the best the best answer for me. Uh, proven player in Serie A, fantastic in the midfield and as a yeah. secondary striker. I, I guess if there had to be a replacement, to me it would be Delofeu, uh, all things considered. No, I wouldn't even say Dybala. I, I don't really have much of an interest in Dybala because of the fact that he's injured a lot of the times and misses a lot of games. I want somebody who is durable and proven himself in Serie A, so Delofeu is a good option. In terms of Koulibaly, <laughs> unless you can find no, another, I mean, yeah. You know, unless you can find another uh, one of the best center backs in the world, I don't think he's replaceable. I mean, we can manage around him. Uh, Ostergaard is a great center back. He's not Koulibaly, but he's a good center back. Uh, Bremer would be the closest option, but Bremer is never going to happen because he's going to enter. Uh, but yeah, if like an ideal perfect world, if I'm playing FIFA right now, it'd be Delafeo Bremer. Uh, yeah, so the, I like what Gaetano said here, though. Mertens is not replaceable in our hearts, no. and maybe in the locker room, and maybe yeah. maybe in the city. <laughs> yep. But on the field, he might be replaceable, and that's not taking away what he's done even this season. He's done. He's made. He's given us some great memories this season too. Yeah. But on the pitch, you're 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 right. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah, Karma uh, Gaetano. He's he's he is replaceable on the pitch and it can happen but i also like another thing gaetano said up here and if i can find it i'll uh, i'll um he said i guess i can't find it he said that um adl will re- will well replace and that's something that a lot of people you know listen say what you want about him but he does him and juntoli have gotten it done they can replace yep. they can replace and they can build again and the, the the problem with that though is that the, yeah the other teams are getting much 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 better right yes look at what milan brought in already you know um look at what inter brought in already look at the moves juventus are looking to make you know di, di maria is I, is that confirmed di maria to you no no but if it happens you know, you got a Di Maria for free there. You know, you've got uh, uh, Inter. Forget it. Oh, not Lukaku's back. Onana yeah. is replacing. That's yeah. another. That's another reason why we should have kept Ospina, or if not, get Navas. You've yeah. got, you've got Manana on Milan, mm-hmm. Onana on Inter. You know, you always look at Chesney with Juve, and Napoli is. You know, w- what's what are we doing? You know what I mean? We're gonna med- put our faith in med- med- Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, but listen. After that whole blunder against Empoli, I've I've lost it. I I I have lost it for Medet. 
He has yeah. to do so much more to get me back. He really does. And yes, he's had some good games. And yes, he's had some good saves. And yes, I'll never forget the Coppa Italia penalty kicks. Very, yeah. very. Um, it, but but at the at the same time, Milik hit the fifth penalty to win it, and he's gone, and no one cares that he's gone. You know yeah. what I mean? So he would have to really do something to to really get my tug on my heartstrings again. Mm-hmm. To, to, to for me to be happy about about him staying and not replacing him even you know but listen um does does this make up for all of it chi eresete in azzurro is this a real thing can this really happen what's because here's the thing last season or maybe two seasons ago we talked a lot about a possibility for Messi to come here. Now, obviously, it was a lot of tongue in cheek. It was a lot of smoke up our, you know, people's asses. Yeah. And this and that. But this could actually really happen when you look at the terms, when you look at everything that ADL is doing and the plans that he, we know he's got going on right now, the wage bill cut, trying to sell. Do. Of course, we'd have to buy from Manchester United. Yep. No, the 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 advantage of DiBala is that he's free. You know what I mean? And but as he's so much younger than than Ronaldo, that he demands probably a higher wage. But do you see a possibility where Ronaldo comes in, keeps his image rights, obviously, probably gets a pretty nice cut on merchandising. Mm-hmm. Maybe to have that with combined with a lower than he wants wage, just to be able to play in the Champions League with a team that might have a chance to do something. And is he capitalizing on the fact that Messi could have come in here last year and rewritten history all over again, taking a team like Napoli to the promised land, like like Maradona the Argentine did before him. And is he maybe thinking, you know what? I've gone to super team. I've gone to super team and I've gone to super team. Maybe I go to Napoli and show everybody what it's all about. What is going on, Karn? Because this is actually plausible. Like, it's like, it's not us just dreaming. I don't think it's going to happen. But, but the fact that it can happen. Yeah. Is a little, I don't know. I'm. (laughs) In theory, it sounds sounds like it could. In theory, it sounds like it could. But there's a bunch of things that is going through my head uh, with Ronaldo's arrival. First and foremost is we're going to have to give him a lot of subsidies in order to uh, for him to even come to the to the to the to the negotiation table because we're not paying that salary. There's no way in hell ADL is catching ten million dollars a year for him or euros a year for him. Not as, if we can't pay Koulibaly six, well, we're definitely not giving Cristiano ten. So we're gonna have to let him get a lot of cuts and a lot of things that run in the club. On top of that, um, I'm just not a. I know his pull internationally is gonna make up for a lot of the difference with jersey sales and a lot and all that sort of things. But if a lot of if a lot of the cut is going to him, how much are we getting it out of it at the end of the day, too? Um, also, the fact that 
I just look at uh, Cristiano's time with Juventus and how much damage that did to mm-hmm. Juventus financially. Yes. yes it yes, just yes. it's just I know we want to win. It's gonna be the it's gonna be Maradona in the 80s all over again. We're we're gonna break the bank and then who knows what happens after financially because we're not as strong as Juventus or as the other super clubs. So if it really doesn't work out, where where does that leave us financially? I don't right. want to be distraught after the fact and really have to scrape our way back from where we were 15 years ago or whatever it okay, was. Okay, but let me ask you this, because now I'm going to play devil's advocate, because to be honest with you, I'm also not very high on the possibility of him coming in for various different reasons. Yeah. I mean, there's advantages and there's disadvantages, obviously. You can look at the advantages of the jersey sales. You can look at the advantages yep. of you know the 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 international recognition, the the media, the attention, the but but and the jersey sales too. Let's not forget, no middleman. We produce yeah. and manufacture and ship and we do all that. Armani is yeah. just a sponsor who helps with design and and we do all the other work. So we're not, it's not like we're sharing these profits with Puma, Nike, Adidas, blah, blah, blah. that's the advantages of, of, of our money, guys. People who were clamoring for all these big name sports brands, like a Ronaldo jersey sales under a, a manufacturer that's owned by us would be massive for us. Yeah. Maybe it gives us a little leeway into being able to strike a deal with Ronaldo on share of his jersey sales. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, 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 what if it doesn't work out? Like, what if we don't win anything? What if we he comes in and cramps our style? He is, to me, a selfish player. In yes. my opinion, he's a selfish yes. player. He is, to me, um, a distraction, if you will. Now, obviously, all that stuff goes away if he brings us a Scudetto, but that's another thing. If he, Him at Juventus... In my opinion, and I'll never change this opinion, CR7 in Juventus was a failure on the simple fact that they did not even get to the Champions League final. Never mind win the Champions League. They didn't even get to the final, okay? That's a fail to me. But we all know why Ronaldo went to Juventus was for that reason. He was never brought in to win Scudetto 8 and 9. He was brought in to win the Champions League. That's what he was brought in to do. In Napoli, a Scudetto is enough, man. One Scudetto, he brings us, cancels all the talk about ADL, cancels all the talk about... I think I cut out for just a moment. I'm back here. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it cancels all that out. So what's, what would it be like? Like, and a lot of people here are saying too, and I'm seeing you on the chat. It's not going to happen. Why are we even talking about it? Blah, blah, blah. It's a discussion because it's a possibility. It's not a possibility. It's, it's not like it's not, a realistic possibility. It could happen. It really could. Nobody's in delusion if they say, oh, maybe it could happen. 
So I don't know how you feel about all that. But, I just, but the, yeah, but the problem is, okay, so we talked about the financial side of things. Now let's talk about on the field. It ruins everything that happens on the field because we have to adapt a play style that fits Ronaldo. Not that not a play style that fits everyone else. It has to fit Ronaldo now. So all the players that we've brought in and the and the the mentality or the 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 team identity that Spalletti has been trying to instill in this team for the past year has to be redone because Ronaldo has to come in and Ronaldo has to play in as the striker position in a in a two man striker with Oziman. So now we got to change the whole formation. We got to change the mentality. We have to change the style, and everything's going to get backtracked again. We're going to start back from square one. And then we have to deal with all that after the fact. So basically, Sari with Juventus. Exactly. 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 So, and and here's the thing, right? It's just... But if it's good enough to bring a Scudetto, who cares, right, Carm? Because what we're talking about here, right? Again, again, I'm playing playing devil's advocate because I I don't want him there. I'm with you with all the financials and all that stuff. And and I'm the first one to say I wouldn't break the bank for just one Scudetto and ruin oh. our future. But, but that's what everyone else wants. Carm, everybody else. When you, when you go on a rant on Twitter, talking about how this team isn't good enough for Serie B or isn't, or this and that, what are we talking about? We're talking about, we want a Scudetto. There were people who were absolutely disgusted with this team and we finished third after after finishing fifth and seventh we finished third after spending all season fighting for scudetto we finished third after being in a scudetto race until one month before the season was done and 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 people are disgusted with that they can't deal with it they want adl out sell adl then you know a hashtag a16 whatever the the hashtags are this is what i'm hearing so if this guy comes in and does spoil the gameplay or what have you but gets us that one effing scudetto man the one the one that we've all been waiting for does it matter does it all matter like does it is it worth it is it worth it People are gonna always gonna find something to to harp on. They're always mm-hmm. there's always gonna be something wrong. Is it gonna be worth it? I think in the short term, yes, it is gonna be worth it. They're all gonna be satisfied. I mean, hell, if he brings us to the Scudetto, I'll be the first one to paint a mural on the wall of him. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's something that I've I've been dreaming of for the past. 12 to, 15, 12 to 15 years is to see Napoli win a champion a championship. But having said that again, looking at Ronaldo's time at Juventus, seeing what he did there, both financially and on the field, it was a failure. Am I ready to have this failure that can really damage this team? I'm not. I think the team is good as it is right now to go out and win a Scudetto. I don't think we need Ronaldo. Personally, okay, so you think you think you, so so because a lot of people don't agree with this this season. Nope. You had you had you had um Salad that was in here earlier today and I don't know yep. if he's still with us but he's he was so high on Napoli winning the Scudetto last year so was Biz. And it almost oh. happened. But this year going in so far this year if we lose those players that we that we talked about, you know, I, I think it has a lot to do with them staying. You know what I mean? Yeah. If 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 we we're we're not really regarded as a scudetto contender according to a lot of people, and and 
and and here's another thing, but I, I'm sh- I'm I'm not sure if this is where he's getting at, Vinny. But Vinny says with Austin and Lozano, we don't need him to press and track and track back, meaning we won't need Ronaldo to, to press and track back. Yeah. Also, it helps the double teaming. Like you're gonna double team Ossiman like he's always been double teamed in the corner on his own. But then you have a free and open Ronaldo, man. Like, like yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's very it's very it is tough. It's very very tough. tough to call, but like I said, personally, we have a young squad with a lot of talented players. I don't think it's necessary that he has to be there. I don't think to win a scudetto, I don't think. I think we can do it within a few seasons. Maybe not next season, but a few seasons. If we can just find the reinforcements, maybe even even if we keep some like if we keep Ospina, even just keeping Ospina and Koulibaly, even if we let Mertens go, I know it's gonna be damage to the locker room, but finding the suitable replacement, like I don't know, De Lufeu, who can yeah. come out and sub on with Elmas playing at the ten underneath Oziman. I think that's good enough. I honestly think that's good enough to 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 go out there and actually have a fight. Well, so what Peter says here is that the co- our even our coach said top four would be tough, but, yeah, but I mean, I I, I feel like that's a I feel like that's a a a, res- a response that he's got to make. Yeah, you know what I mean because because <sighs> I get it. I get wanting to have the confident coach saying, "Now nah, we're going to go for the scudetto. It's ours." You can't really make that prediction until the Marcato's o- over. And until you've seen the team in preseason, like, like you can't really make that prediction yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to understand that other teams have strengthened, other teams have weakened here, strengthened there. You know, and and uh, we we have to see what what it is right now for him to say that. I'm I'm gonna defend, I'm gonna defend him on saying that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's it's a very tough situation that we're in right now. Nothing is done. It all just started. So don't yeah. forget the season starts so early. The calendar came out August 13th, right? Or 15th yeah, is our 15th. first game. And 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 we normally don't start till end of August, early September. And mm-hmm. the Mercato is still going when we start start the season. So there's yep. still a lot of time to to fix what we need to fix here. Yep. And and to make the right moves to win to win the scudetto, to do good in Europe. Exactly. You know, and and um, um, you I know, mean, I, yeah. Go sorry, ahead. Rafa, no, go the, ahead. the mercato just started three days, July first. Literally three days Literally. ago. See, and, that, and that's the thing. A lot, that's what annoys me. That's why I like to try my best. I, I mean, every now and then I get sucked into the vortex, but yeah. I like to try my best and not overreact at the mercato before yeah. even July 1st because nothing is done before July 1st. Yes, agreements are made, maybe things are signed, but nothing is deposited until July 1st. July 1st is when it all goes down. Now is when we have to, you know, now is when I take certain rumors seriously. Like if this yeah. rumor came before last week, I'd be like, "Ha, you're out of your effing mind. There's yeah. no way." But now that it's July 4th and this has a little bit of you know, steam yep, and has a little bit of traction to it. There's a possibility. And you know what? If it happens, it happens. I'm not a huge fan of his. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, man, again, if he could bring in a Scudetto, as long as it doesn't. Ju- and You see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, I, and, and you know, we'll, we'll end it. We'll end it um, with this. 
for me, Carm, yes. Yes, it, 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 it put Juventus in sort of a struggling situation. But their Juventus, they'll bounce back. They have the money to bounce back, right? They're suffering now for a little bit. They're going to smile later. Eventually, this team's going to win another effing Scudetto. They're going to. Yes. They're going to. They're going to maybe get to the final of the Champions League. They will. But ADL, in my opinion, knows how to run the club. So I don't think he would make the move unless he oh knew it, it, that the future of Napoli is protected. That's another thing we're overlooking. Yeah. And I'm overlooking. I just realized it now. ADL never makes a... I don't care who says what about it. and You can all disagree with me. ADL never makes a move that doesn't benefit the future of this club. Not talking about championships and trophies. I'm talking about the sustainability business-wise future yeah. of this club. This club will never go bankrupt under ADL, in my opinion. Th he wouldn't because... pull the trigger unless he knew he was yeah. he was able to do it. That's because if the club goes bankrupt, he goes bankrupt. That's, that's, that's it. what it is. That's it. If the club goes down, he goes down with it. And his family goes down with it. His wife, his sons, everyone. That's so it. he's going to keep it sustainable. That's 100% for sure. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. It, it's just that he's not going to make a, a, a move that he doesn't foresee going. He's not going to make a move that he foresees uh, being a failure, essentially. He's not going to do it. And personally, I think that's bringing in Ronaldo yeah. may end up in that result. If I can see it, I think he can see it too. So Well, and that's it. If he doesn't bring him in, there's a reason. If he brings him in, then yeah. we can do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if he brings it in, there's no question it's going to get international. Set. Like, like the, the site's going to crash. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, may, hey, by the way, hey, new site. The new, new site. site. Fantastic. The new site. Hey, maybe he brought in Coca-Cola. We all know that 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 Ronaldo is famous for throwing away the Coca-Cola and picking up the Dasani. Yeah. But the Dasani, Dasani is owned by Coca-Cola. Yeah. Then he fixes the website. Now, maybe he can have more people on the site. Like, you know, a, a fix is a revamp. A revamp is an upgrade. I'm sure he's upgraded the site to be able to you have to think about all these little, yeah. little things. These little things he's doing, man. Konami. Okay. Konami came in. Right. You never know. Maybe CR7 going to United was his, uh, his uh, way of, you know, like Saudi left Napoli for Chelsea only to go to Juventus the next year. Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't want to go right from Juventus to Napoli. Maybe this deal has been in the, in the works for we don't know we don't, yeah, know. we don't know we don't know but as as pessimistic as I was about him possibly coming in thinking it was reality I start to think about these things and it's like it hits you it's like well wait a minute there's a revamp to the site uh, you know yeah. we sell jerseys only on our site we have Amazon we have Armani this guy's gonna model in Armani we have Coca Cola we have yep. these big sponsorships that that sponsorships. that will 
sustain i don't know man like the more i talk about it even as i sit here the more i think this could this could work it could work i don't know it could yeah work. it could i mean there's the a lot theory, of controversy there's a lot yeah I mean, the theory behind it's there i'm not saying the theory behind it isn't there there's a lot of things that can point in that direction saying yeah it could work it's just i've always like this is my personal bias i don't like ronaldo as a player right now very I don't solid. like him as a person. I don't really like him much as a person. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for his family situation, what they went through. You know, losing a baby is never easy. And yeah. he's a human being as well. But the way he the way he treated that fan at, at, at Everton, you know, and, and hit his phone down. I don't know if you yeah. remember this, but you I know, like it. like like the way he took his captain armband off for Portugal when something didn't go his way. The yeah. way he puts his arms up like this when something yeah. doesn't go his way on the pitch, but we get a goal and result is still, you know, like things like that. Just and if you me. see, if you've seen the all for one documentary, all for one. No, the, the Juventus, doc. the Juventus Prime. Yeah, yeah, Prime. yeah. Uh, was it the Prime one? Yeah, it's or a Prime was it one. The Netflix one. The Prime one. The Prime I think it's, I can't remember. It's Prime or Netflix. I know what you're talking about. Oh, all, yeah. all or nothing. The way, the way he acts, all for nothing. That's what it was. All for nothing. Uh, yeah. The way he acts in the dressing room too is just like yeah. it's like whining all the time, and that just brings everything down to all for one. <laughs> yeah, my bad, Gaetan. I'm so stuck on the all for here. all for one. <laughs> was it all for one? It's it's uh, all. Oh my god, I don't know what the prime all for is. one is. The Toronto it's thing. The Toronto C one. <laughs> The, the all all or nothing. I all or nothing. There we go. There uh-huh. I but yeah. but you called it all for nothing, I which I think which I think nothing, yeah. I think applies. <laughs> they they went out all for nothing. Yeah, it was really a did. Flip at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it applies, Carm. It applies. Yeah, it does. It does. But Very as cool. I was saying, like he, it's kind of it's kind of toxic to have in the change room. Yeah, somebody who's like that and i know ronaldo expects a certain level from players but i don't know i just to me like on the field and in the dressing room it doesn't work out even though everything else works out financially Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. in that theory sense no it's a good it's a good observation it's a good observation i mean He's still Ronaldo. He still he still was the leading goal scorer in I I think it was in the Premier League, but definitely on on United. I, I don't know if he led the Premier League with goals. I, I somebody can, you know, I don't know. But whatever the the the, mm-hmm. the point the point is is that he's still a presence. He's still an intimidating factor. We have a good enough squad to, you know, kind of distract the other opposing teams with Ronaldo. Yeah. Like the teams will kind of forget about oh shit here's Aussie man here's Fabian if we keep him you know here's Zielinski here's Koulibaly here's these guys here that are that are doing things Lozano you know Karada uh, Skelia you know yeah um, um to like kind of forget about Aussie men because they're on Ronaldo and Aussie yeah. men can bang goals in left and right you know what I mean and maybe it maybe it relieves a little pressure from Aussie men and. The, the but pressure, and I know I said we'll end on this like 10 minutes ago, but maybe we'll end on this. Should Ronaldo come to Napoli, the pressure's on, in my yes. opinion. And how do Neapolitans and this team and ADL and Spalletti, how do they deal? They've already got enough pressure from everybody that wants another Scudetto. 
that finally wants that glory, that tricolore on their shirt. But, um, you know, what what kind of pressure would be on Napoli to deliver even just a Scudetto, if not more? Because you know CR7 would love to win another Champions League trophy with a club, mm-hmm. with another club. So it adds a lot of pressure to that, too. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It unf- It's going to unfold, and we'll see, you know? Yeah. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of pressure. It's going to be a lot of pressure, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And this yeah. was the first episode of the season. Carm, listen, uh, we're going to wind it down. So let's get a no- Forza Napoli in the chat. Thank you, guys. I see all these. I'm sorry I wasn't very active with hitting the buttons. Um, uh, uh, Gaetano just said that I say Corrado Shvili. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> we we got to figure that out. Wait, Cheeto wait. Cornstalk has to get a, a cameo. Okay, so say hey, to, say hey to Cheeto Corn. There he is. Cheeto in the there. flesh. Cheeto in the flesh. Cheeto. Ciao, Cheeto. Um, uh, yeah, so we we are at the end of it. Forza Napoli Sempre. Thank you, Pasquale. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you for everybody checking in here today and joining us for the first episode of the season. Season Kvaratskhelia. There you go. Kvaratskhelia. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Carm, I look forward to seeing you again in uh, the chat um, yes. and in on with us uh, throughout the season. Raf Biz will be back yeah. when he comes back from Italy. We're going to have a nice little special on his mm-hmm. trip. And see where we're at uh, um, then uh, with Napoli, and uh, you know we'll be here, and we're gonna go through some some changes, and we're gonna go through some new new exciting things. Nothing I'm gonna talk about in depth right now, but we're all kind of working on some really cool things. Um, and Carm, uh, um, the club you said is growing, so that's good. Um, why don't you tell people who are listening or watching for the first time? If they are, um, how we can get in touch with you and how you can follow what Napoli Toronto is doing. Yep. Uh, well, first and foremost, I just want to say thanks again for having me on. It's always Absolutely. a pleasure to be on here. It's like my, it's my second home, basically, to come on and talk Napoli with you guys. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm glad that I can finally share and vocalize my experience uh, of the senior arrival with everyone else because. Up until this point, it's it's been in my it's I've been going over it in my brain, just talking to myself about it. Mm-hmm. Finally, getting it out and telling you guys all about it is just uh, it's relieving. It's very relieving to 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 share my experience. But yeah, for Napoli Club Toronto, um, you can get you can find us on Facebook under Napoli Club Toronto on Twitter. I believe the handle is at Napoli Napoli Club To so at Napoli Club To on Twitter. And then on Instagram, it's just our name, Napoli Club Toronto. Uh, again, we have a website, NapoliClubToronto.com. Now you can um, find all of our information. We're actually revamping the website too, funny enough. <laughs> that, oh, good. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have a lot more information posted on there, uh, season schedule, all that sort of stuff for for future meets. And um, yeah, so memberships are going to be put on sale soon. Um I believe they're going to be on sale by the end of the month, if not early August. Um, so yeah, just follow us on our social media to to follow along with um, with the club memberships and how to join and uh, how to find us here in Toronto and a lot of other things that we're going to be doing throughout the year. Now that Insignia is here, we're going to be working a lot more with uh, Toronto C and MLSC 
with uh, group outings and maybe some other private events um, with uh, with the club. So keep out, for, keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, we just appreciate all, like always your support. Yes, yes, yes. And everybody continue to support Napoli Club Toronto. Um, Napoli, Tri-State, by the way. And yes, Tri-State Napoli. We're going to have some some really cool stuff coming out too. Uh, Gaetano and Peter are working on that diligently now. Um, and check back with us here for more information on that. want to again, thank you. Grazie tante to everybody in the chat live. I want to thank everybody who might not be watching live that might be catching us on YouTube later. And thank you for everybody who's listening on the Far From Vesuvius Network, which is undergoing some changes. And we're going to do some real big things with that very soon, too. Trust me for this season. Uh, again, thank you all. And ciao. Forza Napoli. Napoli. Sempre.